Welcome to Club Management. I'm your host, DJ Shannon, and on this show, we talk to artists, DJs, and industry professionals on how they're changing their community through music. You can listen to the show on any platform like SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Just type Club Management. And this is episode 63. Episode 63 of the Club Management Podcast has arrived, and I am absolutely solo today. Um, just wanted to jump on here and do a solo kind of free form episode, uh, just cause yeah, I think it was time. I think it was due for one just to kind of catch you guys up on where I am personally and what I'm doing along my music and creative journey right now and how that's requiring a lot of me at the moment. <laughs> that is why we have not had two episodes uh you know we didn't have one episode last week and I don't think we had one the week before that so my apologies but I'm giving myself grace these days because I am juggling a lot of different roles right like my full-time jobs are slowly kind of intertwining these days with writing with podcasting with music and I'm just trying to be present throughout it all really And I feel so grateful, you know, we have four more months left in this year and it's wild to even think about being, you know, close to 2023 already. I feel like this year just started (laughs) in some ways, Um, but we are here. We are four months away from January and I'm at a place now where I really feel like I have done a lot of the things that I have written on my goal list for 2022 and I'm the kind of I'm the type of person that I have to write things down and visualize it and see it in order to make it happen and at the top of the year I took to my little note section in my iPhone and I just wrote down all these different things that I really wanted to manifest for myself this year and they have somewhat yeah all just kind of come into fruition in this really beautiful harmonious way um where do we even start I made a couple of uh, I just jot down a couple of things that were on the list but one of those goals was to really work on building community offline um, because I came to a point where I just felt like I was just being so consumed by social media you know and even in that lockdown period on Twitch when I was making so many incredible friends and bonding with people online. I still felt like I really needed that community outside of being tied to my phone and my computer, right? So it's really, really great to be able to establish that offline now with DJing, meeting people at parties. And lately, I haven't really been able to go out because I'm working on some writing projects behind the scenes but this summer I had some really amazing experiences just talking to people and dancing with people and sometimes not even saying things to people at all on the dance floor just like dancing somehow became a form of communication between people and we didn't really have to say anything but we knew music was there that was our form of communication I think one really big standout from this summer was uh the XOXA party at LeBain for July 4th. I mean, just a pure moment of just dance floor bliss, everyone just having fun. And for me, it was just watching the dance floor slowly build up and then kind of hit this climax around one to two, you know, when me and Heidi jumped on and 
it was just so incredible to see and met a lot of people that I had been talking to on social media, but like hadn't had a chance to see face to face. So that was really cool. Um, and then another kind of just magical dance floor moment was a recent party that I went to at Nowadays with AQ and DJ Native Son. And I believe it was Foreigner also who was the guest as well. Crazy, you know. I think that I'm a piano and this sort of uh, sound that we hear emerging out of Africa and West Africa specifically is just taking over the world by storm and... I just loved how AQ in general was able to just build up this incredible energy with her opening set, just playing all kinds of African diasporic inspired sounds. And it was just crazy to see. And dancers were there, you know, doing their thing. I mean, really, really just a special night. And it's always a treat to see DJ Native Sun play. I mean, when we played at, um, public records earlier this year together I mean he's just a wizard behind the decks had four decks going <laughs> at the same time you know all these different speeds uh yeah segments of each songs playing and just kind of combined it together as if it was one track and it takes so much skill and and, and mastery and just dedication to do all of what AQ and Native Son did that night, and I was just blown away. Same thing with Foreigner as well. I mean, he's got a really great, uh, unique technique <laughs> where he's able to play around with vocals. Um, and man, it was just special. I remember talking to uh, to Jada about it, and she was like, "You know, it's incredible to have this." space where we can hear all kinds of music on the dance floor and just show a great appreciation and unify. So that was really dope too. But outside of music, I want to bring it back to just things that I have been doing and creative goals that I've kind of been taking off my list. With my writing, I'm starting to just get comfortable behind the pen writing, interviewing people. And I think that comes from the show really, you know, um, I've been talking to so many people that it's allowed me to hone my craft and get comfortable with my writing as well. And there's a couple of people that I'm going to be sharing or interviews that I'm going to be sharing over the next couple of weeks that I'm just so proud of, but, but, you know, cause I don't think I was sharing my writing. You know, I was so nervous to share my writing first off cause I didn't think that my writing was strong enough and I just felt like I just sounded like a buffoon <laughs> with some of my articles, not realizing that, no, like I've been on a real cool discovery with my writing style over this last year. And I would say it's a little bit of entertainment. It's a little bit of, you know, sarcasm. It's a little bit of um, just genuine Shannon put to the paper and pen and, um, Really excited to share some of these interviews with you that I've been working on for Hello Beautiful, Madame Noir, and uh, News One, actually. I'll tell you about one of them. I had a, the pleasure of interviewing Victoria Richards from uh, Rap Shit. She plays Treasure on the show. And one thing that just really kind of put the fire in my ass, so to speak, <laughs> to share my writing was... She talked about her audition process for the show and how she wasn't really nervous to audition for Issa Rae because it was just such a long shot for her in the first place that she felt 
like she was just going to go for it. You know, she wasn't sure if she was going to get it, but there was something kind of comforting about even if she didn't get the role, right? There was some sort of satisfaction about just going after it and trying that made her really, really excited about even just being there, you know? Like having the opportunity in and of itself was just so gratifying. And I'm starting to feel that way with things going on in my life. Like even to, even if it doesn't necessarily go well, right? Like sometimes we plan and we over-prepare, but shit happens, Uh my DJs, you know, you've got your plan set out for the night with your set. A track is missing. Your freaking USB goes into emergency mode and you're standing there like, what the hell do I do? <laughs> but the fact that you tried, you're there, you're present, right? That means something. Or you may have prepared decades, weeks for a set, but when you get there, it doesn't plan out or pan out how you want it to go. That's okay. The fact that you even tried and that you even had the opportunity in and of itself is a really, really, really cool thing um, and should be, you know, valued and, and respected. And you know what I mean? So I took that from Victoria and I'm going to apply that thought process into every new challenge that seems to be coming into my life or not even a new challenge. It's just like a, yeah, a new elevation, I would say, you know. I want to get out of that habit of thinking of things as challenges. No, it's a new opportunity. And of course, it's going to come with things that feel uncomfortable, things that really force you to get out of your comfort zone. But it's not something that's going to like hinder you or, you know what I mean? Just stop you in general. These things are all trials, discoveries that really make you better in the end. And I know that sounds cliche, but I'm really starting to see that as I progress in all these different creative lanes that I'm currently driving in at the moment. One of the other goals that I had on my list for this year was, again, traveling outside of the U.S. to play for a show. And I'm really excited in September. I'm going to Montreal to play two shows, a new city I've never been to, never been to Canada, period. So this is going to be so much fun. Um, going to be playing at two open air venues out there. Um, and I'm really excited about that. You know, the fact that someone out there was listening to my lot radio show and thought, Hey, we want to just have you over here to play some music. That's really cool. And it speaks to the power of radio. Um, I don't think sometimes people know how powerful of a medium radio can really be. I mean, I've listened to so many incredible mixes and have just gotten inspired about getting behind the decks or listened to a mix and thought to myself, oh, I need to have this person on club management. They probably have a really good story to tell, you know, because mixing is kind of like telling a story as well. Um, so really excited to be bringing the Shannon sound and energy to Montreal. And I hope this is not the last show. I would really love to go to Europe Um and China again, I miss it. You know, that's like my second home. So hopefully next summer I can plan something to go to China and play. And yeah, anywhere that would have me, you know, <laughs> if you're listening to this, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready and I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to meet new people and meet new crews. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. At the end of the day is like cross connecting. Um, and I'm hopefully I'm trying to change my work schedule 
where I can start to go out more and connect with people because I work on Sundays and sometimes that sort of hinders me from going out because I want to make sure that I also give my all to um, my writing and my journalism career as well. Sticking in line with working on building community outside of the internet and social media, this year I had a really dope chance to do a DJ 101 workshop with an organization called Power Plant out here. And really just lovely. I mean, just a cool class. All different ages, different backgrounds. And yeah, got to lead this class, teach them about different DJ skills, teach them how to mix songs, load songs on their record box. And it was just so beautiful. Um, you know, I come from a teaching background, taught English for five years in Asia. And I just get geeked about like <laughs> watching people grow, you know, watching their knowledge grow and watching them cultivate a new skill and have fun in the process. And DJing is one of the funnest things ever. Hello. So, um, you know, and my heart just sort of, you know, melted after the class, getting all these really beautiful messages from people like, hey, you really opened my eyes to the craft and I can't wait to get my own set and just start playing around. That's huge. Um, and that's why I do all the things that I do is because I hope that I can help people to unlock the creative genius in themselves or I just hope that I can just, yeah, teach you something new or open your eyes to a new perspective that you may not have been looking at so closely before. Um, and I love that. I learned a little bit about myself that day, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, this tune, you know, they're teaching me a little trick or two about looping. And one uh, student in the class did a really cool thing where they mixed um I don't know, it was like a, they mixed some vocals over this really dope instrumental. And I was like, oh man, you know, I really got to start playing around with more vocal instrumentals. <laughs> like, it's all about that bouncing off, that bouncing off chemistry, those ideas and exchanging ideas is what really geeks me out about teaching. And hopefully I have a chance to continue doing more workshops with Power Plant this year. Um, you know, it's just such a fun class and fingers crossed, I would really love to keep doing that. If you are listening to this podcast, yeah, and you have, you know, workshops, um, um, any classes or programs that, you, yeah, you want to like bounce back and forth with me, I'm so down to send me an email. I will have all that information in the comment section. There's a lot on the horizon with shows and I'm super blessed about that as well. And I'm at a point now where I feel like I have so much really dope stuff going on that I'm kind of taking shows as they come and slowly because there's something nice about giving yourself time to reset and, you know, keep thinking of new ideas. Whereas if you're playing, and I've spoken about this in a previous episode, whereas if you're playing all the time, sometimes that magic can, um, yeah, become stale at times. So I'm happy to be giving myself some breathing room between shows and projects 
to really refuel and reset and i think that's so important this year and just staying off social media too oh my god i can't tell you how much that place gives me a lot of anxiety sometimes <laughs> maybe it's because of who i follow uh you know being in the journalism world i tend to follow a lot of like news stations pop news culture stuff so i need to like go through and do a whole edit of my feed maybe that's why i'm feeling kind of um stressed out sometimes uh but i i will say being on their less has really helped me uh keep a yeah just a really dope positive excited outlook on all the dope things that i'm doing and taking care of myself i cannot tell you enough we have a whole episode dedicated on mental health and prioritizing your health boxing out of this world it's been incredible i've been learning some new moves particularly a backspin punch and a superman punch hello stop it it's like dope it's such a fun class um you know if you're looking for a boxing class fit theorem this is not a sponsorship whatsoever it's just because i love it so much fit theorem is the class that i go to here in nyc if you're in the nyc area sign up it's so dope um and yeah i just find myself having a lot more energy and just taking it slowly because my mind has room to think it really does um and sometimes again like i worry about that because i'm like well if i'm taking time to just kind of shift and do this and I'm not on these platforms like telling people, do I become lost in the ether? You know, am I not like, you know what I mean? Am I not promoting myself enough? But you know what? We're not even going to go down that rabbit hole for these next four months and going into 2023. No more of this. I want to just take this as it is, live in my present and have so much fun with everything that I'm doing um and not have that tied so much to um you know what's going on on social media or you know visibility ratings all that crap you know i do this because i'm happy and i'm just excited about yeah creating and just living my truth and my passion so many people out here as i get older and i start to talk to people more and more feel like they don't necessarily have a purpose you know and I had a long conversation with a buddy about this the other day he was like Shannon you you look at what you've done over these last five six seven years you've literally tried everything that you've ever wanted to try you know you've done radio in Michigan you did you've you're doing DJing you're writing like, that's so dope, you know? I don't necessarily have the courage to jump into different fields like that. And there's some things that I really want to do, but I just, I'm nervous to pursue. And you just seem like you're so fearless. Like, watching you motivates me. And that made me feel so good. And I'm literally about to tear up like I always do when I do these kind of solo shows. Um, but hearing that from a friend meant so much because... I was going through a point in the time where I was like, am I doing the right thing? You know? And yes, I am doing the right thing. <laughs> so excited about it. Um, and yeah, dope shows coming up elsewhere. Good room going to be playing with the Carrie nation, which is huge, huge party here in NYC. 
And thank you so much to the good folks at Sorry Records for inviting me. I'm going to be in the bad room with Nick Boyd and uh, Ali Berger. And I'm stoked about it. Uh, expect some sweat, sweat-inducing music, <laughs> big bass, you know what I mean? Some ballroom, it's going the hell down. And in the good room, it is going to be the Carrie Nation crew, the legendary Kevin Aviance, who has just been having a renaissance these days due to Beyonce's renaissance. Um, if you don't know, Beyonce sampled his legendary track Cunty on the album in pure uh, off uh, pure honey or in pure honey rather and just crazy I played pure honey at house of yes like a week ago and people just went the hell off <laughs> and then I mixed it into Cunty and they went even more crazy because they knew that you know the sample was was coming in and They've obviously, uh, the original track has been really popular these days due to the album. So really crazy to see two generations come together and make banging music. Um, and I'm excited to see Kevin Aviance play. I'm a big fan. Uh, you know, Dindada all the way. <laughs> like ballroom culture. That's historic. Um, really historic. And fingers crossed. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm working on a live club management episode and he may very well be, you know, someone that I speak to. Uh, that is also another community goal that is slowly forming for me. I can't go into too much detail because it's not confirmed yet, but there may or may not allegedly reportedly <laughs> be a live club management episode with a special guest and just know that I have my eyes on Kevin Aviance I'd really love to have him for the show but we need to yeah just confirm things and see if the dates align you know so in the air right now nothing solid nothing confirmed but hoping that that is something that uh can be brought to reality in this next year I'm just kind of moving forward to 2023. This is going to be a short episode because, you know, I just wanted to kind of pop in here and let you know that I'm not just like not putting out episodes. <laughs> but uh, moving forward to the new year, I am taking my time. I am prioritizing self-care and downtime in 2023. I think that, um, you know, I, I put a post up on Instagram saying I'm looking for bookings for November and December and then I'm taking off in January to just be with my family. I'm prioritizing that, you know, with my folks getting older, I want to spend time with them. And as much as I love all the creative things that I'm doing, time with family and friends and my boyfriend and everybody that I love is so important. And I really want to prioritize that for the rest of this year, not only for 2023, but like literally for the rest of this year. So I'm taking my time. Um, and I want to do more interviews. Did have done so many great ones. I'm going to share them on Instagram with Tammy Roman. I did one recently, did another one with uh, Nina Parker from E television, which was so insightful and just so beautiful because she's just so fierce. I love that. Um, and actually one of the questions that I asked her 
during the interview was, you know, with you being so fierceless and opinionated, do you ever get worried about this kind of hypersensitive cancel culture climate that we live in today? And she was like, you know what? Look, you know, obviously I know when, when to say things, I know when to not, but like, I'm not going to, you know, predicate my whole career off of just like silencing myself because other people may not necessarily agree with my opinion, right? That's crazy. And she's just done it. She had no mentors in this entertainment media world. And she literally worked from the ground up, working from TMZ, you know, um, working at news stations. And like she said, she hated news stations, but she did it because those were the things that were going to help her build up that arsenal to become this like, you know, mogul fashion designer, real estate um, investor and incredible, you know, journalist and media personality that she is today. And I absolutely F with that so wholeheartedly. I love the risk takers. This is what this show is about. Speaking to the risk takers who just don't give a F. I'm going to stop cursing on this show too. (laughs) Who don't give a F anymore about what anyone says. They have literally got their eyes on the prize. I think DJ Noir said it's so beautiful. Like no one can knock them off their square, you know? They're so locked into what they're doing that nothing else matters. And I've met so many people over the last year that have this just innate ability to do that. And I'm starting to adopt some of that behavior myself. (laughs) And that comes with just really honing in on the craft. That comes with silence. That comes with knowing yourself. That comes with love and it does come with a little bit of isolation it can get lonely at times don't let this thing fool you when you're going after anything that you want this shit can get real lonely and i know i said i wasn't gonna curse but that one slipped um yeah it can get really lonely it can it can feel like you don't really have that many people around because you're so tapped into what you're doing that like yeah, you can really just get lost in the sauce with it all. But remember to stay grounded. That's why it's so important to have family and people who love you around so that they reel you back in when you're starting to get in those lost kind of, you know, aloof states. Um, But keep going. Keep shooting for it. Keep shooting by a long shot (laughs) because I feel like from shooting by a long shot I've been doing a lot of really dope stuff you know just like going after it I don't know if this is going to work but hopefully it it turns into something really cool and all those experiences have sort of manifested into these really beautiful opportunities so yes the week after next we'll be back with a new interview and I'll be slowly rolling out content over the next yeah four months and I'm excited you know I'm excited for it all it's going to be cool it's going to be Shannon first and foremost and I'm excited to share all these ideas that I have blossoming with you and again be on the lookout I'm going to start sharing my writing and you know what I mean pat me on the back virtually in person when you see me because it's a big deal I'm shy (laughs) but I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and really leaning into this 
creative uh, juice that I've got flowing, so to speak, right now. So dope, happy about it all. And I can't wait to share all the incredible things that are coming up next with you all. So yes, thank you so much for giving me time and space and grace. Peace, love. God bless. I'll see you then.